Hello everyone. I hope I can say a little prayer for you. I don't do makeup, but then, anyways, um, this song is by Arthur Franklin called I Say a Little Prayer for You. Um, this is Sagav. Today we'll be talking about. Not prayer, no. Um, how. If you're more powerful, is it actually a myth or a truth? And since I said that, remember the Henry Ford coat that I'm abusing at the moment? Whatever you think, whether you're right or wrong, you're right. And that's probably paraphrased. So, yeah, whatever you think, whether you're powerful or not, you're right. However, Seth Godin says, you are more powerful than you think you are. Act accordingly. Add to whatever you think, assuming you're adjusting yourself, the acknowledgement that you are more powerful than what you think and act accordingly. Say that I am this, whatever this thing is, and I'm also more powerful than this. Say, I'm, say I got this, I can do this and more. There's no value in thinking that you are limited and underestimating yourself and your thoughts. Your thoughts and thinking can make a life out of your outside world. Any practice, be it a physical practice or a thinking practice, requires to think of the unimaginable and act accordingly for progress and or breakthroughs. It is unbelievable how thinking is directly connected to acts without actually seeing the former. I mean, we can't really see our thoughts or the way we think. It is not tangible, right? So whatever positive thinking you have in yourself or with yourself say I am more powerful and act accordingly maybe have it as a statement on your car or or on your phone cover to the least the positive thinking and thinking you are more powerful will help you act sooner towards the aim than imposing negative and demoralizing thinking which takes us to the experience I mean, every person thinks of a thought probably to a prior experience at some point. Now, Chris Saka says, experience often deeply embeds the assumptions that need to be questioned in the first place. Although he's mentioning this in a business context, just to make it clear, he's mentioning that in a business context and how having, let's say, uh, quote, stupid questions makes the obvious thing pop out or the question that people don't want to ask, the more experience you get, the more you overlook tiny details and immerse yourself in the situation that you start not questioning the behavior and situation. It goes as the more experience experienced you get, the more you overlook tiny details and immerse yourself in the situation that you start not questioning, that you start not questioning the behavior and situation. Okay, I was reading that sentence. Um, things change and the acquired experience can get up outdated. This is very important. We always tend to judge things based on previous experiences. 
The thing is, experiences have expiry dates. So apply asking questions to yourself. Question some of the things that you take as who you are and question the experiences you take for granted. It can help reframe the way you think or at least make you understand why such a thing is true and whether should it continue to be true. Then once you do that, understand that, you should take extreme ownership of your world. Like extreme ownership. And that's why Jock wouldn't. So a person chooses the unhappiness, the problems, the struggles one is in. Of course, some are bestowed upon you. That's like a Shakespearean word, anyways. Yet, the way you react and the decision you choose to make is highly controllable by you. So, a person chooses the unhappiness, the problems, the struggles one is in. And this is paraphrased from Mark Manson. So you choose the above, then you also choose the happiness and the struggles, by the above I mean the former, and the struggles that lead you to your happiness. As Mark Manson says, choose the problem you are willing to have. If that is not an option, choose the reaction that will lead you to the happiness you desire. And that's it for today. Thank you.